some people they have stubborn nerves so stubborn that epidural anesthesia would not work for them so they won't get any pain relief like they've been given epidural anesthesia or they've been increased the dose but they can still feel the pain like they are feeling every bit of the pain and it's like are you sure you even gave me anything like they're really feeling the pain What's up beautiful people? Welcome to another exciting episode of Labor Room with your pregnancy partner, Dr. O. You already know. Today, we're continuing from where we stopped last week. If you missed last week's video, please pause, go watch that and come back to watch it so you're not too lost, okay? We're talking about epidural anesthesia, right? So like I said, in labor, when women are in labor, some opt to go for epidural anesthesia so they don't feel any pain of labor at all. And others opt to, well, do it all naturally feel the pain go through the moment go through everything and, and i did that so no judging so anyway last week i talked about the pros and the cons of using epidural anesthesia this week i'm going to be talking about the risk and the side effects of using epidural anesthesia so let's jump right into it one of the risks of using epidural anesthesia is that you risk having to go through an assisted birth so this means that you are not able to push the baby on your own so you need help with bringing the baby out so because you can't push the doctor has to apply a pulling force to bring the baby out and what are the things that we can use to apply pulling force there's the forceps and there's the vacuum those are the two things that are mainly used if possible doctors prefer to avoid this right it's better to go naturally and all that because there are also accidents that could happen as a result of using this assisted birth uh, birth methods right like vacuum and forceps right so i'm not going to go into that today probably that'll be a topic for another day right which you should look out for but i definitely will not go into that today so just know that there are risks involved with having an assisted birth and if you use epidural right there is a risk of you not being able to push your baby because not only can you not feel pain right but you don't feel the contractions too Remember that you push with contractions to help push the baby down the bed canal. So if you don't have contractions, you don't know where to push. Then you rely on the midwife to tell you when to push, right? Midwife has to rely on the monitoring the way your womb looks, like touching it to see the consistency, to see when contractions are strong, or she may have to rely on the cardiotocograph machine. So you see, it can make things a, bit, a little bit more difficult than it actually should be. So that's one of the risks or side effects of using epidural anesthesia. Another risk or side effect is this bad headache that comes with using epidural so you might hear some women say ah oh, after i use epidural i had this headache this headache it was so bad and it started like within 24 hours and lasted even probably up to 48 hours for some they will tell you even months after they still have that bad headache that was the epidural it was the epidural and all that well yeah that's the spinal headache you get from you know using epidural anesthesia and it doesn't happen in all women you know just like every other side effect not everyone will experience it but some people will experience it right so it's just good to know that that's also a possibility so it's something that you should definitely think about another risk factor or another side effect is the fact that you will feel weakness in your legs after using the epidural anesthesia right so you find out that your legs are so weak that you can't stand in fact you can't even feel your legs so for like 
few hours after this epidural anesthesia, you're not able to stand up on your own. You're not able to walk around and that can be really annoying, right? So that's one downside or side effect of epidural anesthesia. The good news is that this wears off with time, right? But for some, it could take a longer time to wear off, right, than others. For some, maybe an hour or two, for some three, four, five. Some people will even tell you the whole day, it was the next day that they were able to walk and all that, right? So it also varies with the individual. So that's something you should also keep in mind. This side effect or this risk is a very very funny one right and i think in the last video i mentioned that this happened to my friend but some people some people they have stubborn nerves so stubborn that epidural anesthesia would not work for them so they won't get any pain relief like they've been given epidural anesthesia or they've increased the dose but they can still feel the pain like they are feeling every bit of the pain and it's like are you sure you even gave me anything like they're really feeling the pain right so epidural anesthesia does not always work for everybody and that is one downside or side effects of this that it doesn't always work for everybody so also bear that in mind that even though i'm planning to use epidural don't rely too much on it because if you are one of those people that it doesn't work for It'll be really disappointing for you so just going with the mindset like okay i'm going to use it if it works out fine if it doesn't then discuss other options with your doctor in the case of my friend they had to use general anesthesia for her where they put her to sleep right but of course if you are having a natural bed they can't put you to sleep because how are you going to push the baby out in our case she was having a seer so it was okay right they could put her to sleep because they're going to cut her open but if you're having a regular vaginal delivery please how do you want to sleep and have a baby at the same time so it's something you should also think about when considering whether or not to use epidural anesthesia and the last but not the least risk factor i kept for the last because i consider it a very very serious risk factor so this one doesn't happen to everybody right like i said risk factors side effects don't always happen to everybody right but the chance of it happening is there and it's something you should have at the back of your mind when you're making the decision about whether or not you want to use an epidural anesthesia so this last one is called permanent nerve damage remember that to give you epidural anesthesia they're going to be injecting the anesthetic into the canal that is the space surrounding the spinal nerves so sometimes there can be mistakes there can be accidents where is injected into the wrong place or a needle hit a nerve and cause damage to the nerve so sometimes this permanent um, nerve damage is how many leads to paralysis so from the waist downward they are paralyzed they're not able to walk they're not able to stand and this can be really really awful imagine you went in for a childbirth you know just to go and give birth and you said oh i don't want to feel pain and then you lost the use of your legs because you didn't want to feel pain that can be so horrible and i actually know a couple of people that this has happened to right so it's something you should also consider that there is that risk of permanent nerve damage though very small it's there so do i want to not have pain and lose my legs or you know that kind of thing but having said that i'm not trying to scare you so many women have had epidural and it has been successful like i said the success rates are much more than the failure rates so i'm just giving you all your options so you can make an informed decision on whether or not epidural anesthesia is something you want to go for when you're in labor i hope with these few points of mind i've been able to help you make an informed decision like i always say every pregnancy journey might be different but your pregnancy partner dr o remains the same see you next week